jump right in into our, our worship hour. We do thank God for you joining us. We're going to have uh, a song. I believe my wife got a song over there this morning to be able to come and sing. Uh, and thank God for us. We're going to ask for your prayer. Our family is getting old and, and each of us are going through difficulties. So we ask prayers for my sister and my sisters and my brothers and my mother-in-law. And we pray for our family. My daughter is going through, but she's doing great. And we thank God for just blessing her and continuously to uh, give her the strength that she needs. And, and we're about that far trying to get her home finished. So we're in the finishing courses. Hopefully in the next week, we're going to have a move in her, uh, her mobile home into place. Well, is dug. And we're getting ready for the septic. So we thank God for your prayers and the love that we had. So hopefully we'll be able to bring her in. So we thank God as we get into our morning worship service. We want to give God glory and praise. So we're going to ask my wife to come now. And we're going to have a little song of worship this morning. Good morning. Say so. Good morning. Good morning. Smile. That's each and every one of you. Uh, the pastor just uh, gave us a lesson on Jesus our rock. So let's do that with Jesus is our rock. Okay? You'll help me. Mm -hmm. I know Jesus is my rock. My rock, my sword and shield, he's a wheel, he's a wheel, in the middle of a wheel, he got my footsteps, he got my footsteps, and he wiped away all of my tears, I know Jesus, she pick it up but we thank God our scripture reading this morning comes out of the book of Acts the 27th chapter 
the 10th verse, then we drop down to verses 37 through 44. Acts, the 27th chapter, verses 10, then we drop down to verses 37 through 44. Our scripture read this morning, And he said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lading of the ship, but also of our lives. Let's drop down to verse 37. And we're in all of the ship, 203 score and 16 souls. And when they had gotten uh, eaten enough, they lightened the ship and they cast in the wheat in the sea. And when it was day, they knew not the land, but they discovered of a certain creek, uh, which is a shore in which they had minded, if it be possible, to trust the ship in a trust in the ship. And when they had taken up the ankles, they committed themselves unto the sea, loosed the rudder in the bands, and they hoisted up the mainsail and the wind, and he made toward the shore, and falling into a place when the two seas met, they ran the ship aground, and and and, and the four uh, part of struck fast and, and remained unmovable, but the hinder part was broken in the violence of the waves, and the soldiers' counsel was to kill the prisoners, lest any of them shall swim out and escape. But the centurion, willing to save Paul, kept them from their purpose and commanded they which could swim should cast themselves first in the sea and, is, uh, and to get to the land, and the rest, some on boards, and some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass that they escaped all safe to the land. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holy and righteous word. You know, life journey is not always as clear as we would like it to be. And sometimes it's, it's mapped out and, and life's journey follows this course that, 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 that without any hiccups in life, and, 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 and we can plan every step of our lives with certain amount of precision and conciseness along the way. But, but many times as we travel along this beaten path of life, things don't always work out the way that they should. Yeah. You know, uh, we've been created in the image and the likeness of God. And, and, and somehow because of that, we want to be in control of everything. We become control freaks. We want to yeah. make sure that everything is going along according to our plans. And, and how do you know this morning that that it doesn't always work out that way? I don't care how many plans you've got. Mm. Things don't always work out the way they planned it. Yeah. See, life can and will present to you some, with some storms in your life. There's going to be some storms. Mm. See, what you must do is to trust God and have faith that when we go through the storm, see, we must, we must have that faith to make it through in spite of. But faith is not particularly a religious term. You can have faith in anything. You can have faith in the rock or football team or sports team or anything else. So faith lets you know that you can have uh, 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 faith in things, but, but you can also have faith in the what? Wrong thing. Mm -hmm. uh, faith is and wisdom must be applied in, in, in your life in order for to, to reap and, and to get those things in life that you deserve. Faith shouldn't tell you to jump into the out of the frying pan into the fire. See, sometimes you, you get caught up in making a decision and get into some dangerous situation. So you can have faith, but wisdom should tell you not to jump 
out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah. So faith and wisdom must be applied when you're dealing with life. So we must blend faith and wisdom in order for to know what to do and to do the right thing in life. Faith tells us that women don't bother us, but wisdom tells you to stay away from them. <laughs> Huh? Faith tells you that money don't bother you, but wisdom tells you that don't don't mess with money. Money is the root of all evil. Huh? Faith tells us that 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 nothing will ever bother us, but wisdom tells us that not to tempt God, ain't it? So there must be a reality check in somewhere that that, that between our ears and our heart and our mind to be in the proper perspective when we are analyzing things. So what I'm saying is faith without wisdom can lead you into some deadly situations Amen. in life, especially, you know, during this time of coronavirus and we've been through enough. We had to have wisdom and understanding to yes. make it through these difficult times. But use wisdom so that you can be able to help keep your things together in your life. But wisdom in God's word, when the storms of life come, you must be able to do what's necessary to make it through. So. Today, I want to talk to you on the subject, any way you can. Come on now. Any way you can. Any Let way. us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come. And as we come, Lord, we want to just lower me down in the well of thy mm -hmm. salvation. Touch my lips that I may boldly say those things you have laid upon my heart. That now did you reveal unto your people. This is my prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Any way you can. You know, I had a friend that he was that while I was in the army and, 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 and typically I'd walk up to him and I said, take it easy. And they'd come back to me and say, I'll take it any way I can. Yeah. See, the thing is, some things in life that you have a choice to, to take it. But mm -hmm. some things you got to take it any way you can, ain't right. it? Huh? You got to take it any way you can. Yeah. As I stated before, life does not always offer you this precise plan in it for you to be able to make it. Sometimes plans are precise and direct, but oftentimes plans are haphazardly. You got to be able to try to make it any way you can. I know God is in control, but yeah. but we, we got we got to make some choices. I think we said on Friday night at our Bible Institute, if you joined us on last week, we said on last week that God is in control, yeah. but you and I got to make choices. Yeah. See, God is, is is precise and he's perfect. We said it in Sunday school, yes. but we have to make choices. Choice. Sometimes our choices are slim pickings yep. left, and 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 because it doesn't offer us too many alternatives mm -hmm. to be able to make a right choice. Paul tells the church in First Corinthians fourteen and forty, "Let all things be done decently yes. and in order." See, sometimes your alternate choices aren't very decent. Or neither are they in order. See, the thing is, you just can't do anything expected to come to. Our life options thus lends itself always to be decent and in order. I, I know you think I'm messing with the Bible. No, I ain't messing with the Bible. Our objective is to do all things decently and in order. But life sometimes offers us ugly <laughs> opportunities in making the right choices. Life doesn't always offer us opportunities in situations that, that, that have a certain order uh -huh. or ain't very decent either. Huh? And, and when the unsavory situations come into your life, 
how do you respond? That's the question. How do you adapt when situations aren't decent or in order? So everything ain't going to come to you decently in order. So do you always make the decent and orderly choice? No. Huh? Pamela Mann said these words. She said, truth is I'm tired. Yeah. Huh? Options are few. Yes, it is. Huh? I'm trying to pray, but 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 where are you? He's where talking to God now. He said, "I'm all churched out. Yeah. I'm hurt and abused. Yeah. I, I can't fake what's left to do." Yeah. He said, "Truth is, I'm weak. Uh -huh. I, I I no strength to fight. Uh -huh. No tears to cry, even if I try." Uh -huh. She says that I, I options are out. See, sometimes when you deal with life, sometimes our options are out of the window. There is not a theological, mathematical, scientific equation that can guarantee that you will make the right choice in every situation that you face. I like Ovashan. He says, I searched all over. Couldn't find nobody. Couldn't find nobody. I tried to find the right answer. I searched all over, but I couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, and I, and I couldn't find nobody. And no greater, no greater, no greater than you. He said that when we try to find the right solution, you can search all over, and you won't find the right answer. It got to lead to Jesus. Nobody but you, Lord, is the right answer. Yeah. We can turn out, uh, all run out of options, and, and you can do everything. You can search all the way over trying to write, uh, find the right solution to your situation therein, other than trusting in God, other than going to Jesus. All of these circumstances, that your options are few to nil. Mm -hmm. You try to find an answer for your situation that you're in outside of Christ, your options are few. Mm -hmm. huh? And she says that sometimes you please that in spite of what you're dealing with, you didn't figure it out, you didn't know exactly which way to turn, but what you're going to do is, you said that anyway I can get through this, it's going to be all right for me, huh? Yeah, 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 huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we look at our text this morning, we'll find this, Luke is recording this story about Paul's journey to Rome yeah. as he was appearing before Festus and he came before Caesar because of his Roman citizenship. And that, and that was a hard time where Paul had arrived in his journey to Rome with other prisoners that had to appeal to Rome to the Caesar to be able to hear his case. And the beginning of the voyages was well enough, and it was calm and prosperous, but Paul gave them notice that the storm was coming, ain't it? Yeah. How many of you know this morning yeah. that calm always come before the storm? Yeah. Uh, you can be having life easy, but all of a sudden, you better realize that what? Trouble is coming, the storm it's is coming, coming your way. It's Our text coming. says, nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship, and more than those that which was spoken of by Paul. Paul warned them yes, that danger did. was coming, but the, the, the guy on the ship said, you believe me or you're going to believe Paul. Nice. I know the ship. I'm the captain. So instead of listening to Paul, they, they went on and listened to the captain, and they went on and sailed off because the storm was tossing the ship. They began to lighten and throwing stuff off to the side, and it's one thing that when things get so bad, you start throwing away good stuff. Yeah. Now, have you ever got into a situation you know you had to get rid of some stuff? Yeah. In spite of the stuff being good, if God tells you to get some rid of some good stuff in your life, you better get throw that stuff that. away. You remember it. what Paul said? Paul said that if by any means, yeah. huh? if any way I can, huh? if by any means things had gotten so bad, 
trying to reach their destination. And, and see, things are falling apart that they were trying to survive by any means necessary. He said that if I can get through this any way I can, I'm going to make it. See, God will allow you to put you in a situation that you need to get away from that thing any way you can. I, that, that woman, any way I can. That situation, any way I can. That bad job, any way I can. You know, that church that's not feeding you, any way I can. We should be able to realize that we need to get away any way we can yeah. if it's not fulfilling God's purpose for your life. Get away from it any way you can. Anyway. So if we look at our entire picture and the mistakes that were made before they left a uh, creek, Paul warned them not to cast off, but it was too late. Mm -hmm. Our text says in verses 10 through 14, and, 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 and he said to them, so I perceive that the voice will be without not hurt and much damage, not only of the lad of the ship, but our lives also. I read that earlier. Nevertheless, the centurion believed that his owner of the ship more than he believed Paul. And because yeah. of that, that, that the commodious uh, to the winter end and more part advised them that, 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 that if by any means they might obtain finish, that there was winter and haven in Crete and lies before them south in the northeast. Then Paul says in, mm -hmm. in the 27th verse in 21 and 22, he said that, that, but after the long stay or afterness, they stood in forth in the midst. And Paul says, sirs, ye have hearkened unto me and not have loosed unto Crete and have hearkened uh, and have gained this harm and loss. And now I exert you to be of good cheer for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. Ain't that good? God said that, hey, hey, anything that you might lose ain't going to be no life. You might lose stuff. You know how we are in stuff. We are so stuff-oriented in this world that we're living in that, that if God can promise us that we won't lose our life, but we are worried to death about what? That stuff. Paul's aim was to get to Rome any way he could. Paul realized at times that you might have to lose everything except the shirt on your back to survive in this thing that we call, yes, hey, we put on so much stuff, stock in the stuff, that until many of us would go down with the ship. Now, if down. your stuff is on the ship and the you ship is down, going down, please. they got commercial about the the, the, the keg of, of, of whiskey. The guy, the, the keg fell off the boat. The guy dived down off the boat to get a keg of whiskey. You know, four or five months later, he walking up on the shore with the keg on his shoulder. We know that life, God don't want you to be jumping off no ship after no stuff. You know, the, the, the good thing about this journey is that, that, that though the captain made a bad decision, God is the God of bad decisions. Name it. God had dispatched an angel, think about it, to assure that Paul was going to make it to Rome. Yeah. Paul says, he said, fear not, Paul. And that must be brought before Caesar. And he says that in low, God has given thee all them that sail with thee. So so Paul assured all the others that everything going to be all right, ain't it? But, but we must what? Cast upon a certain hour. We, we, we got to get out of this thing any way we can. And the boatman was afraid that, that the ship was going to hit the rocks and, and the anchors and the stern was going to tear the ship apart. So the scripture said, except you abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. Amen. And the sailors cut off the ropes in the boat and they let her fall down. So I want to say it again. 
One of life's lessons teaches us that the first step of survival is stay where you are until God sends you a better way out. See, Paul had just warned them that in order for you to survive, stay in the ship. Come on. Stay in the ship. See, I was wondering why they, why, why they, 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 he thought it was safer for them to get out of the ship and get in a lifeboat. Mm -hmm. A ship is a big boat. A boat is a little boat. So why would it be safer to get out of a ship and get in a little boat when the sea is just as dangerous to the little boat as it is to the ship? See, sometimes we'll, we'll jump out of something into the worst thing. Oh, yes, we do. You remember about the seven sons of Sceva? They jumped off of them, and their spirit jumped on them, and it was more than they can handle. See, sometimes you'll jump on something, and, 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 and instead of you uh, handling what you deal with, God will let you see whether you can handle it or not. Right now. See, many times in life, we're tempted to leave the place of safety, yes, finding ourselves in a more dangerous and treacherous situation. Yes, yes, see, many yes. people leave the church. Leave that ark of safety running to be saved uh, to what some other place that they offer them. See, if you want to be saved, stay in the ship. <laughs> if you want to be saved, stay, stay with the church. If you want to be saved, stay with the Lord. If you want to be saved, stay with Christ. See, yes. one principle uh, 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 points to the fact that if you get in a wreck, stay close to the wreck. Because people going to look for the wreck. Mm -hmm. They ain't going to look for you. They're looking for the wreck. They can find the wreck, but if you walk off from the wreck, they won't be able to see you. Yes. See, if you're in a wreck, you need to stay close to the church. Yes. And all of us ain't no what? We're in a wreck, ain't it? See, even when when, when, when when I got out of the ship, think about it. When you got out of the church, you got out of the church just like I got out of the church. When you got out of the church, God was able to keep me close enough so that he could reach and get me when I fell back. Yes. All of us yes. had those things in our life. Many times you're, you're trying to escape from what may be your only source of survival. Amen. See, the church is our only source of survival. Sometimes we find ourselves trying to get out of it. Come on, man. You're trying to get out of the boat. <laughs> get out of the ship and get into a boat. Mm. Thinking it's more safely. Mm. Finally, to survive, we must what? Hold on to something. When things all around us are falling apart, anyway, we can, eh? Mm. Hold on any way we can. Mm -hmm. Our text says that what? And when we were all in the ship, 200 souls, three, four, 16 souls, and when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship, cast away the wheat. And when they had knew there was not land, they had discovered a certain creek with the shore in which they had minded it possible to thrust in the ship. And when they had taken up the ankles, they committed themselves and loosed the rudder bands and hoisted the mainsail to the wind and made toward the shore. And falling into a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground and, and the fore part struck fast and remained unmovable, but the hinder part was broken with violence and waves. Mm -hmm. See, first of all, when things look like they just won't, Get on track. Mm. Many times, we just pull over. Mm. Have you ever felt like mm. as though things were going on and you're going to wreck and mm. to avoid the wreck, you got to just pull over? Mm -hmm. You know accident is up the road. God in his spirit calls you to what? Pull over. Just pull over. 
See, have you ever felt as though that things were going in a way that 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 you had to pull over? Pull over when things are not a, according to you. If you can't think right, pull over. Pull over. 200 men, mm. 60 men, 260 men had eaten and they threw away all of the extra food. And, and they tried to find a little creek where they could go in and, and run the boat into the ship. You know, and, and, and to be able to get away. When when things are falling apart around you many times that, 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 that you've got all you got left is to be able to make find some way to get out of that situation yeah. that you're in. You know, I've been in trouble many times, and especially driving uh, all night long and on the highway, and, 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 and all of a sudden, just to have a, a clear way ahead opens up the rest of the night, especially when you're driving at night, when the sun comes up in the morning. It gives you extra energy. When you see the light of Christ, when you're going through some troubles in your life, when you see the light of Christ, things just kind of, Ease up a little bit. You get extra strength and motivation when you get that. See, once they saw that little creek, they said, I believe I can make it, ain't it? Yeah. They pulled the anchors in and they tried to pull over into this creek and they ran the ground and it ripped the hind end of the boat apart. And, yeah. and, 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 and Luke Wright said that they had a desire that they killed the men instead of letting them escape. Yeah. Well, if they escape into the sea, they might drown. But if I let them get away, any of them might live. But if any of them live, now my commander going to say, I let them go. Mm. So that desire was mm. to kill the men, ain't Kill the men so they wouldn't swim in, in a way and get escape. See, now it's the beginning of, uh, now it's, it's, it's one of those things that we have to understand that, that the reality, it was very sketchy at the moment. They didn't know exactly what to do. They became upset. They started making bad decisions. And you can do that in Christ, ain't it? You can be in a position where you start making decisions without thinking, allowing God to be able to, to, to give you a, a lead in the understanding. That's the kind of situation that we're in. He says that the situation had gotten so bad and the things were falling apart and they had to make a choice. They had to make a choice whether they were going to live or die. Have you ever reached that out to your church and, and they thought they understood your situation, but when everything was cleared about it, there was nobody around you to help. Nobody was there. They didn't understand what you were going through. That all you could do was to hold on to whatever you Amen. can. See, sometimes church folk won't be there for you. Amen. Sometimes it won't be there for you, yeah. but you got to hold on to God yeah. any way you can. Have you ever been there? I have. Yeah. When things were falling down all around me, all I could do was hold on to whatever I can. Mm. Jesus came and rescued me just in time. Yes, he saved me, but he'll save you too. Yes. Just as he saved those prisoners, he gave them a way out. He said that if by any means, if any way I can get out of this situation, everything will be all right. Yes. I would recommend to you today, hold on to God's unchanging hand, huh? Hold on to his hand any way you can. Catch hold to Jesus any way you can. Yeah. He's able to see you through these situations. He's able to make it just as Paul was rescued, just as Paul was saved all those lives by being obedient to God. God is telling you mm -hmm. to listen to my word. Be obedient to me. Obedient. And everything is going to be all right. When things are falling apart, hold on to anything you can. Hold on to God. Hold on to his unchanging hand and everything going to be all right. So as we close this morning... 
Life sometimes, as we go through, things all fall apart. Things are not going the way that we should in all ways. There are going to be some broken pieces. But you got to realize, I want to encourage you this morning. God can take broken pieces and multiply you into a testimony. Don't throw away your broken pieces just like Humpty Dumpty. You know, can, look, Humpty Dumpty can't do it, but man can't do it. But God can take broken pieces and put them back together again. Uh, just like he did, uh, he can take those things and make you into uh, pure gold. God can do that. Your business, your job, your faith, your finances, your marriage, anything you got around you that is broken into pieces, God can put it back together again if you can just hold on. Hold on to what you got. Hold on to your marriage. Hold on to your career. Hold on to your business. Hold on to your church. Hold on to whatever you're doing for God, and God will succeed that thing in your life. We must always remember that God cares all about us. He knows the situation that we're in. Sometimes to survive, you just got to hold on any way you can. And things might look broken, but hold on anyway. Hold on to your faith. Hold on to each other. Hold on to your sanity. Hold on to your faith. Hold on to whatever it takes for you to make it any way you can in this life. The Bible says that weeping may endure for the night, but what joy cometh in the morning. If you just hold on, I believe everything's going to be all right. Hold on. In due time, God's going to come and rescue this thing. It might look dark in there, saint. But morning is coming. I tell you, it might look yeah. dark. I believe that this song that Luther Bond sings, he said, Jesus cares all about us. When I'm burdened down, he knows when I'm misery, and he knows when I'm sorry, and he knows about my situation. But in all of my knowing that God is always there. He's there for us, ain't he? He's there because he cares. Jesus cares about everything that we're going through. So I know many of us just don't know what to do. When things around us is falling all apart, just remember, Jesus cares. I know it's a struggle right now. I know you don't know which way to go. I know, but you need to realize you're not in this battle alone. I told you a few weeks ago, he said, this battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. I, I want everybody in our hearing and audience to understand that Jesus cares enough about you that when things are falling all apart, he's going to get you something to hold on to. The triumph nature of God lends us to this availability he's there. He's there through God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God will be there. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He knows your situation, and he knows what you're going through. He said that I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So whatever you're going through, hold on. Hold on any way you can. Hold on when people try to deter you. Hold on when people try to discourage you. Hold on when people telling you that you ain't going to make it. Because if I can make it, if I can get a hold of Jesus, I know I'm going to make it. But if I'm going to hold on any way I can, everything's going to be all right. Ain't it? Hold on tonight. Hold on this morning. That Jesus Christ will be there for you. If you're looking for something, hold on to God is there. He is the answer. He says that I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father but by me. God is there so that you can have something to hold on. Just as Paul thought that the storm was coming, he warned them that everything is going to be, be torn apart. The ship will be lost. But he promised that no souls will be lost. See, God gave us a promise. He said his desire is that none be lost 
So if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you trust him as your Lord and Savior, he said that you will be all right. Mm -hmm. You're going to survive this thing. You're going to hold on. Mm -hmm. And everything is going to be all right. All God right. bless you. When life offers you, my pastor used to tell me, lemons, <laughs> you make lemon juice out of it. Mm -hmm. If he offers you something that you don't know whether you're going to make it, hold on to him. And everything is going to be all right. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, if you're not accepting him as the Lord of your life, I would encourage you to trust him this morning. You know, he said that if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, thou shall be saved. Accept Jesus Christ today. Accept him into your heart. Any way you can. Huh? Get, dismiss all that other stuff. Any way you can, trust him any way you can, love him any way you can, love one another any way you can. God bless you this morning. May heaven have a smile upon you. Let us bow. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity. We pray, Lord, that the message will be uh, in hearing, distance, hearing ears to hear the word, that they too might be encouraged. That when you're going through the storms of this life, if I can hold on any way I can, everything's going to be all right. God is there. God is there to be able to lift us up out of our situations to bring us out of the storms of this life and place our foot on the solid rock. God bless you. May heaven have a smile upon you. We'll see you again on next week on Friday night. We'll have our Bible Institute. We canceled this week. Had all kinds of issues. But thank God, he is able, ain't he? We'll see you again on next week. Be blessed.